The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. On today's episode, Brian and I finish up the South with our 2022 NFC South preview and predictions. How do the Panthers, Falcons, Saints, and Bucks all finish this year? Let's talk about it. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Matt Johnson, and this is the Two Point Conversation. Brian, we are officially halfway through after today's episode, my man. Halfway through, the South will be, um, the South will finish. We'll finish up with these, uh, this wacky, wild NFC South. How you doing today? I'm good. I had a, a day off of work, so okay. you know, did stuff, adult stuff, cut the lawn, put together a bunk bed. You know, <laughs> I'm dude. <laughs> I have all of next week off for a plant shutdown and I cannot wait. I'm not even mad that I don't get paid for it, Mm -hmm. but I just cannot wait to, I cannot wait to be away from my place of employment. Um, Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. It'd be nice to just go to bed when I want, wake up when I want. I can't wait. So yeah. Days off are, are, are what's up. Um, for listeners, I did want to tell you that me and Brian, we like doing like little, we do, well, this is actually kind of massive. We like doing very fun bets um, on this show. And if you've listened to our pick them episodes uh, during the season with Jack, uh, Walker, David, and I'm, I'm 90%, 99% sure that Boyd's going to be a part of that this year too. Um, we like making cool, just fun bets. Um, and Brian and I finally, we're, we're actually going to make use of our picks uh, this year. So our fifth time around, fifth year doing the preview and predictions um, and, and putting them in and whatever piece of paper we could find, uh, we're actually going to put it to good use. So uh, Brian and I were chatting today and we agreed that uh, – we're going to look back at this at the conclusion of week 18 run through and uh, the loser has to buy the winner a steak dinner. All right. And it's not just, not just any steak dinner, not Texas roadhouse, not Outback steakhouse. We're talking premier prime, really, really good steak. So it's uh it's an added, uh, added interest, I guess, in all this, but yeah, I, I have literally notebooks sitting back at, at the studio of all of our picks and we've done nothing with them. They just were fun conversation pieces, fun to do our episodes with, but, um, but yeah, nice steak dinner is on the line now. So pressure's on pressure's on. I'm looking forward to 
maybe having a few weeks before the season wraps where we can look at it and go, all right, what do we need to happen in order for me <laughs> to get a free steak dinner? I know. Or looking back and see how much it changes from now till the end of August, even, you know, too. some of these teams might have might new quarterbacks. We don't know, you know, a lot of these teams, we don't even know who's going to be starting at the top of this year. So um, who knows? I know a couple of years ago, I think it was the Patriots. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh God, who was it? It was after Tom Brady left. Oh, Jared Stidham was like QB one for the Patriots, and we picked him to go like really, really bad. And they signed Cam Newton, and they got a little bit better, but still not quite as good. Yeah, but it's like, but stuff like that, it'll change. And obviously, there's a couple people on the trade market that could go so um but anyways anyways we are here to talk about the nfc south we did afc south last week nfc south this week and um oh god this division's bad that's bad (laughs) (laughs) by far the largest difference in the top quarterback to just about every other quarterback (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh! I mean, undoubtedly so. Undoubtedly yeah. so. Supporting cast, it, it the, the drop off is, it's it's huge. It's huge. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I feel like there's one clear cut choice, but maybe I don't know. Like, as far as like who's going to walk away with the division this year, mm-hmm. you know, I think there's a legit chance that two teams could go from the NFC South. Uh, to the postseason, the way that the NFC is kind of shaped up, but overall, man, I this is probably the least excited, um, least exciting division that, to talk about. I think overall across all eight, all eight, this is probably the least exciting. And honestly, for me, the only reason why the AFC South was exciting was probably because the Colts. But this one is this one's a little rough. This one's a little rough, probably comparatively. If I take my Colts fandom out of the AFC South, I think this one might be comparable. Yeah, I'm trying to find the commonalities between the two divisions, and Tannehill and where Matt Ryan is now are probably closer than they've ever been as far as talent. I think. Yeah. Um. But that is that is not the case in this division. No. It's it's Tom Brady by a thousand miles, and then Jameis, and then another couple hundred miles, and then. Nah, I think there's another thousand in there. Uh, <laughs> I think Jameis might be a thousand miles in front of some of the other ones. I, I was know. I was I'm trying a, to be nice. I, I was know. trying to be nice. I'm still a, I'm a, I'm a Jameis Winston fan. Me and uh, Ryan talked about him on Saturday for the fa- the fantasy episode. Um. You know, but obviously we'll get to the Saints when we get to them. Yeah, well, you had him tier five. Jameis? No, I, no. Tier four. I had him in three. Oh, uh, Ryan had him at four. Ryan, right? had, Ryan had him at four. Ryan had him at four. So you like how I keep, I still call him uh, Brian sometimes? I did hear that. It, it it made me feel like you care about me more, and that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have favorites. Um, <laughs> but anyways, let's start that, off with the. That was the loudest wink ever. <laughs> No, I love all my guys across the country, (laughs) across the world. I know. No, I love all my guys equally. I love them all equally. Um, But all right. I don't, I don't have favorites. Boyd's my favorite. 
<laughs> I mean, how could you not? How could you not? I get why Boyd's uh, you know, a favorite. But uh let's hop into this thing. What's we're going to the basement of the NFC South. Uh the Carolina Panthers. Oh boy. These Carolina Panthers, five and twelve in twenty twenty one, and probably the most uninspired one of the most uninspiring head coaches, one of the most uninspiring quarterback situations, and and probably uninspiring superstars with their uh, oft injured running back in Christian McCaffrey. This Carolina Panthers team is rough to say the least. I, I mean, I have said that I do believe they are a court. They, this is a team that is a, a quarterback away, but when you have as much money um, invested in your star running back, who can't seem to stay healthy. Uh, you have other issues on your hand and this team looks less, less complete. It's a. I don't even know how we thought they were as good as we thought they were going to be for two years, and now we're at this point as it's 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 like there's no point in even playing the season because what are you what are you going to learn? You're going to learn that Sam Darnold is, yay, slightly above average or right around average, which we've already discussed before, which is normally not enough to get you anywhere. Anyways, you can play as the 16th best quarterback in the league and it doesn't end up mattering a lot of times. You may sneak it into the playoffs, but does it matter? Are you in contention or not? Right. Well, I, they're one of those teams where I feel like a playoff appearance might seem like a step forward, but not really. There's like levels. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's like levels to it, but I, I don't think it would. I think even if they somehow squeaked into the playoffs, it's there's not a whole lot of optimism going forward. Even the following year, you'd probably be taking a step back. I... I am fully prepared to eat the L of propping up Sam Darnold. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. And it sucks too. Cause like the first four or five weeks of last year, I was like, Oh my God, Sam Darnold's proven me right. He had the most rushing touchdowns amongst all players for like the first couple of weeks. He had the Panthers. Uh, I think at a three and two, three and two record, a three, a three and one start at the very least, maybe even a three and O start, but uh, it all just fell apart after that. And, oh man, I still can't believe (laughs) that I had a, (laughs) that I had a Sam Darnold Jersey hanging up on my studio wall before I had a Josh Allen Jersey (laughs) hanging up on my studio wall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sam, you let me down, brother. Um, oh, yeah. Big time. I don't know what it is, though, because he looked. There's no sense debating it. He definitely showed a high. I mean, I I, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. He hurt me. I probably hurt him with my jersey curse, but here we are. But, um, well, some quarterbacks are immune to it and other quarterbacks are not. Yeah. You own a Tom Brady Buccaneers jersey. That doesn't seem to affect him at all. Yeah, but it's not even like a real Buccaneers jersey. I mean, are any of those jerseys real? But on second thought, 
Uh, <laughs> anyway, so are you trying to ask me if uh, how many hours that a a small child worked out of Jersey increases its importance? <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to finish it. It popped in my head, and I was like, "Nah, nah, don't." No, okay, I'll say it. No regrets, man. No regrets. Never, uh, never, so never well. any VR. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, this Carolina team is like, I'm. If you're a Panthers fan, what are you excited about going into this year? I I don't know if it's if it's really truly much, and it's such a shame seeing how where this team came from, uh, you know how high and mighty it was. Just I mean, geez, like seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And to see it's it's fall. I mean, it was so quick. Two years after Carolina was largely relevant. And they've kind of been in that mediocrity camp ever since. But um but the most important thing, you know, unfortunately Christian McCaffrey is the is the centerpiece of this team. And when he's not on that field, there's a noticeable difference of offensive production. I think the defense is fine, right? I think the defense isn't bad. Well, we they gave the Bills a little bit of a trouble last year. They gave some teams some trouble last year, but the offense, man, that offense just can't they 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 can't figure it out. Trying to think if there's anyone though on either side of the ball, maybe DJ Moore a little bit. There's nobody that scares you. There's nobody that definitively you look and go, man, guy like even when we went through the Jaguars, I would say. Gotta watch out for Josh Allen. Right, I could can take over a game, you know. So, I think they stand out a little more than others right now. As I'm thinking about it, like, but who on that team are you scared of? Like, right? It's, I mean, Moore's probably the only one. But even still, I mean, he's been a consistent thousand plus yard receiver, right, over his tenure with pretty lousy quarterback play. But at the same time, like every team kind of has like that that dude and McCaffrey could be that dude if he could stay healthy, but I don't think he's had a full, I don't know if he's played a full season in two, two or three years. It's, it's, it's been a little while and that's, that's concerning, especially, especially when you pay, you know, when you, when you pay a guy as much as, as he's taken up as much salary cap as he's taken. But um, I am, I am concerned for Carolina. I don't know what direction they're going and I really I don't care for Matt rule. I think my that honeymoon phase is long over. He's a hot seat head coach right now. He's probably the biggest target on his back guy. Yeah. 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 And he hasn't, he hasn't been likable. Like let's say Matt Campbell's in the same situation that he was coming into this year. Let's say the season goes poorly for the lions. You're still as a lions fan. I bet going to have moments where you feel real confidence that it's just, it's a, it's a talent thing. Campbell doesn't have the talent. Well, Matt rule minus your own quarterback decisions that you've made. There is enough talent that you shouldn't be a doormat. Don't be a doormat. That's, is that really like, I don't know many Panthers fans. So is that what they're looking at? Like, please, let's just not get walked all over all year. Cause that's no fun to watch. Be competitive, be in games, make surprises, 
you know, that can happen for poor teams along the way. We're expecting it from the Jets. We we said it in the when we went over the Jets. We don't think they're going to be good this year, but careful. They they're getting some talent over there, and you slip up, they'll take advantage, and they'll get those weird ones. I don't yeah. see a lot of weird wins for Carolina this year. I really don't either. Um, they have lost some pieces. They have added some pieces. They did lose. I know he, he was with them briefly. Stefan Gilmore, um, who's gone. Hassan Reddick was a pretty big one that they lost um, this past year, as well as, uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure really where he stands, but A.J. Bouye, um, you know, a, a, a bigger name cor- uh, cornerback. But they did have some uh, decent ads this year. Uh, uh, their first uh, Their first draft pick, number one, and I think it was the fourth, fifth. I think it was a sixth overall pick. Um, Equanu, the tackle. Uh, and they also drafted a quarterback in the. When did they get Coral? Fourth? Did they? Yeah, I think they might have. I think they did. I think because, yeah, they only had a first, they didn't have a second or a third round pick. They got Coral, um, safety Xavier Woods, guard Austin Corbett. Um, and the, the probably the big, the, low-key move that I actually really enjoyed. I don't know if it's it, how much it's going to work being in a different system, but I like them going out and getting uh, Deontay Foreman. Yeah. Who had a really, really good year. He was a big proponent of the Titans offense last year without Derrick Henry. I, I kind of low-key liked that. Um, you know, Chuba Hubbard has been – he hasn't been a great replacement uh, in in absence of of Christian McCaffrey. But Foreman was taking over games when needed. You know, he he was he was a great like fantasy value wise. He was a great great pickup, great flex option, great RB two. Uh, you know, great guy to just stash away on a rainy day. But um, yeah, but yeah, it's been a largely uninspiring off season for <laughs> for Carolina. Well, I was even looking at it that you know we're using spot rack i'm sure we've mentioned them on previous episodes but i'm looking at like even them their roster moves where they just converted cash i'm like they converted a lot of cash from signing bonuses over to actual cap and it's cleared a bunch for themselves what did they even spend it on i mean honestly really not a whole lot Uh, probably the dj Moore extension that's that's the biggest thing that they accomplished this offseason was giving, I think it was a four-year deal, three- or four-year um, extension that, uh, you know, tough year for wide receiver extensions. Uh, thanks, Christian Kirk. But, um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it was one of those things. So it, They did re-sign Johnny Hecker, thank God. Oh, they, well, they signed him. They, they signed him. The oh, best punters, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's been with the Rams for God knows how long. So, but... Uh, that's kind of where I'm at with Carolina. I don't know how much more I have to say. You know, I got a, I got a fun fact. What's that? They have a quarterback on their team named Davis Cheek. <laughs> Unsigned or undrafted free agent? I'm guessing so. Signed <laughs> back on May 1st. <laughs> Davis Cheek quarterback. Good for, good for him. Yeah. Never good heard of the him. guy. And yeah. and on processing, we're big name guys. You know, you first are. team all name. Doesn't even register. Have no clue who this dude is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I bet he's cheeks though. <laughs> I and Jesus, who knows? They might even try and get Cam again. I don't know. That I wouldn't touch Cam. I think I, I I've been saying it for a little while. I think Cam's washed. I think the 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 excitement of of Cam going to 
going back to Carolina after being away for a year or two was, was novel. It was exciting, but um, it was a gif. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it was. Back yep. On the unemployment line. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's go and make that. Uh, let's go and make, let's go through this 2022 uh, Panther schedule and make our picks. So unless there's something you had to add, unless there's something you want to add. Yeah, I think I've had enough of them too. Uh, let's start off week one. Week one, the Panthers are, uh, they're hosting the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to go a loss. The, the, they have, they deny it all the time, but the link between Baker and Carolina still gets brought up every week. I see it in an article at least once a week. If it happens, revenge game all day for Carolina. If it doesn't happen, think? yeah, but it's not going to happen probably. And Baker will be playing and he'll probably win. Well, they're, yeah. It's weird. There's like, it's literally Carolina and Seattle that are up for that. And me and again, me and Brian were talking about this. If Baker goes anywhere, it's probably going to be Seattle. If Jimmy G goes anywhere, it'll probably be Carolina. And boy, were you following the Jimmy G reports earlier? No. Oh man. They, he was getting buried by Julian Edelman and a bunch of other people. Go look it up. It's good stuff. Um, uh, so are you giving this a uh, you giving this a win for Cleveland? Yep, yep. Brownies all day. All right, week two at the New York Giants. I'm going to go back to our picks for that, and we gave the Giants wins there. All right, let me move the microphone. Uh, next up, week three hosting New Orleans. I'm going to go a loss. The Michael Thomas news that he's still not quite ready, which is crazy to think about. When's the last time that guy saw a football field? It's been since 2020. It's been almost two years. I mean, God. Yeah. Well, it's a Chris Olave show anyways, in this one, Uh, I don't see Carolina being able to stop that Saints offense. I know they won't have Kamara, but, I don't know, man. I, I still believe in the leftover Peyton, um, you know, offense Redmonds. Yeah, Dennis Allen will uh, we'll probably keep that up. Yep. Um, so, yeah, well, it's not a good start here for Carolina. Let's uh, look at week four hosting the Arizona Cardinals. This is a nice stretch here, three home games. But uh, I don't know how they're going to fare. Week four hosting Arizona, probably a loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kyler's um, Kyler's not hurt yet, so not hurt, but still no Hopkins. But hey, Hollywood Brown, week five hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I think it's a loss. Jimmy G revenge good. game, I, possibly, possibly. Yeah. I yes, yeah, San Fran's talent is way better, way better. Bro, they are running the gauntlet here. Um, week six at the Rams. <laughs> loss. Yeah. This is where I mean, like, the weird losses or even, like, the close 50-50 losses. Like, I don't see a lot of them. I mean, out of that stretch. No. Out, out of the stretch, the Giants probably. 
is yeah. the most obvious one. Maybe New Orleans and the Browns, I guess. And yeah. the Browns, even it's starting to look more and more like Jacoby Brissett season. Um, but I mean, even still three and if you, I, I, if Carolina finds a way to get out a three and three start out of those first six weeks, bless their soul, bless their soul. That's all I could say. Week seven hosting Tampa Bay loss. Yeah. Big loss. Uh, week eight at Atlanta. Here we go. Now, now we're talking. I'm going to go a, I'm going to go. I'm gonna go win. Uh, they gotta, they gotta get a win at some point. This is the one. <laughs> this, this is the one. one. Week nine at Cincinnati. It's definitely not gonna happen this week. Loss should definitely be a loss. Should be. Uh, they're back. They're hosting Atlanta in week ten. Split the series. Sweep. Christian McCaffrey's probably out by this point. Um, I'm going to go a loss. I'm going to give the Falcons their win back. The Falcons are real bad this year. We're talking about them next. They're not looking very great either. Yeah, and I do think they'll end up being worse in Carolina just because they have no, no talent anywhere, like anywhere. Like at this point, Mariota may not be playing. To me, he gets hurt all the time too. So yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, let's go for a sweep. You gonna go for a sweep? Yeah, okay. probably some ugly football, but whatever. Week eleven at Baltimore, <laughs> loss. God. Yeah, it's yeah. like they're playing a first place schedule. I don't get it. Um, week twelve. Here, here's one for you. Hosting Denver. Super Bowl 50 rematch. Loss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Denver can't be as bad as we keep jokingly say they're going to be. So Denver wins. This will be nice for them. A nice, uh, a nice late bye week as they're already pretty much eliminated from playoff contention. And week 13, week 14 at Seattle, though. Hmm. I think that Carolina is a better team on paper than the Seahawks. I do. So I'm going to go a win here for the Panthers. I'm worried about a mutiny for both these teams. Um, For Carolina, it happens earlier in the season. I bet by this point, Matt Rule's already gone, right? I mean, they started the season. We picked them to go one and five, one and six. Bro, one and seven. One and seven. <laughs> so Matt Matt Rule's not making it out of their life. So yeah. he's probably already gone. At this point, Seattle knows that Pete Carroll's probably not the guy anymore, but they're they're not going to kick the, you know, Super Bowl winning coach out midseason. But I bet the teams quit on them. And they're running for the buses. So here goes a win for Carolina. Win for Carolina. Not because they're better, just because the other team just doesn't care anymore. <laughs> they're probably <laughs> over the season, like whatever. <laughs> uh, week four, uh, 15, excuse me, hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Loss. They can beat the Steelers. You think so? I don't know why, but I that's yeah. Let's let's see the interim coach sick up a couple of wins. 
Uh, week 16 hosting Detroit. Loss. They're better than Detroit. No. Nope. Detroit, but Detroit's probably got the better quarterback. Definitely have the better quarterback. And better coach. And better coach. Whether Matt rules there or not, he's they're the better coach. Better coach. Yeah. Yeah. There it's gonna be one that really pisses off Panther fans. Like <laughs> we can't even beat Detroit. Uh week seventeen at Tampa Bay. You know what? I'm going to throw him a bone. I'm going to throw him a bone. I'm going to give him a wacky, weird win that they absolutely do not deserve, but also deserve at the same time. One of those weird upsets. I like it. I don't mean it. Like, I don't, on paper, not a chance. Yeah. But fluky, weird, possibly. Possibly. I'm going to go the other way, though. Yeah, you're right for that. Uh, and then week 18 at New Orleans, I'm going to go a loss. That just got me a steak dinner. <laughs> it might be the difference. <laughs> Honestly, we pick so close. So um, what are you going for week 18 at New Orleans? Well, um, I don't know, man. I want, I want to, I want to, I want New Orleans to not be terrible. So win for New Orleans. So a loss for the Panthers. All right. You have them at four and thirteen. I have them at three and fourteen. Three and fourteen. Four and thirteen. Yep. Three okay. and Got the whole flip thing. All yeah, but they up. sound that sounds weird saying back to back. It really does. Threw me off. So all right. Three and fourteen. Four and thirteen. All right, big step back. It's step back for the Panthers. Not very good. Um, now, let me ask you this before we move on. Does a move for, does a trade for Baker or Jimmy G help the number of wins in your estimation? Like going through that list, if you, if you hear that, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I probably have more faith in Baker Mayfield than I do Jimmy G at this point, especially Jimmy G coming off of surgery. Um, do you think Baker increases your win total? I, I, I would dare so say that he does for me. I would hope he does. But at the same time, I never thought that we would be at a point where I, I think that Sam Darnold is such a lost cause that Baker Mayfield is going to. That's the other thing. Like Baker, the number one overall pick is going to go take the job from the number three overall pick. Like <laughs> that's crazy to think about. Isn't it weird? Yeah. Um, great. I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think either one jumps it so much that we're talking about playoffs. Now I had him going four and 13. Maybe, maybe either one of those guys adds another three wins, but it's still not. I don't think Matt rule. I don't know. I don't know what their feeling is, but my feeling is, is that he's not a, I'm responsible guy. Like he doesn't take on the ownership as, as much as he probably should where other guys, you can see him. It weighs on them. Like when they lose like Tomlin, like that's why they don't lose because Tomlin really doesn't lose. Well, he doesn't, he probably is the worst person to be around the next week after a loss. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I just don't see that makeup. I I don't, I think it's him blaming other people and stuff. So that that's the biggest difference now, I think. 
add all the quarterbacks you want, man. I mean, yeah, you, you, okay. Take Patrick Mahomes and put him on the team. Okay. Now we're talking about an 11 win team, 12 win team, but that's, that's not the kind of quarterbacks we're adding here. No, no, these are, I mean, it's actually, I mean, I, I would like to do like, look and see where they've gone at quarterback since Cam Newton's MVP year. There's a lot there. Will Greer, Kyle Allen, maybe Brandon Allen as well. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. They haven't really gone and made a valiant effort to get a top name guy. I mean, I guess their attempt at Teddy B was like they're probably their best one that they that they went and grabbed. But since then, man, it's it yeah. has not been good. Well, Sam's so close to him being drafted was a one that was like, whoa, like they're going after a guy, but he still hasn't, he hadn't earned it then and he didn't earn it, hasn't earned it now. Right. Yeah. His so. processing slow. And it's something that I never understood or never expected for him to struggle at in the NFL. I thought being at USC, he would be the kind of guy that could, elevate his game each time that he steps up in competition but he has plateaued as of right now yeah no he certainly has um but all right let us uh let us move away from those carolina panthers and let's move on to the atlanta falcons who wow seven and ten in 2021 and they are undergoing a complete and utter rebuild um you know, this, this year they've stripped away a lot. Uh, they, one of their guys is suspended for gambling $1,500 or something like that. Uh, this Atlanta Falcons team, what a mess. Isn't this wild, though? If you really think about it. So the last, so, so let's go back to Carolina's Super Bowl year, Super Bowl 50. Um, every... NFC South team over the last seven years has at least reached a conference championship or better. The only one that hasn't reached the Super Bowl is the Saints. But just again, and now and now here we're talking about just how bad the talent is across the board in the NFC South. It, it things change quick, don't they? Things things change very quickly in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, just a few years ago, you would have looked at this this division and said, man. They've got some of the most competitive football going on in the NFL. Look at these quarterbacks, Matt Ryan. You know, at the time, Jimmis Winston was still like a, a name like rising. You know, you had uh, Cam Newton still playing at a Cam Newton level, which wasn't horrible to watch. You know, there was, you know, True only Breeze. one. True Breeze, you know, and all four. I was about guys. to say, there's only one guy that really stood out as far as like Hall of Famer, but still. We're at a good point um, now where the playing field is leveled off in a different way. <laughs> like before, it was like these guys have quarterbacks where other teams don't. They, they're they trading off wins. Worst to first. Remember, that was a trend for them for a long time. The oh, one yeah. was finishing worst was finishing first the next year, and they kept like <laughs> flipping over. That was cool to watch. So it's been competitive for many years, and but now it's competitive at, at, at a bad level. It's it's the, the bottom – Two teams are way bottom two teams. Maybe, hopefully, New Orleans isn't a complete sham. But then again, there's nothing guaranteed with that team. I have high expectations for New Orleans this year. I do. 
but um, oh, higher, higher expectations. But yeah, this Atlanta team, man, it's uh, oof. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a look at their key losses from last season. Obviously, Matt Ryan going to the Indianapolis Colts traded for a third round pick. He also took the salary cap on, which was crazy. But hey, thank you. Uh, Calvin Ridley, who is not officially released from the team, but he will be suspended, I believe, for this entire season. Yeah, I think that's the case. Russell Gage, who was their wide receiver one last year. Uh, he is now in Tampa Bay. And then linebacker Foyasade uh, Alukan definitely didn't say that right. He gone. All right. He went to Jacksonville, if I'm not mistaken. And they lost a lot of other people, too. Um, I wouldn't call them key losses, but they were people that have kind of been fixtures on this team for uh, for some time. You know, the Dante Fowlers, uh, I believe Fabian. Well, Fabian Morrow's kind of seems kind of new, but. Um, just, just people that, you know, you hear their name and you kind of affiliate them with Atlanta. They're gone. Mm-hmm. All right. They lost Hayden Hurst. Not that he really did anything. Um, but yeah, but their biggest ads this year, Marcus Mariota is going to be their quarterback. Um, which isn't, you know, I thought was a smart move on their part, uh, is they went in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Didn't quite get it. They, they said that there was a legit case where Watson was going to go to Atlanta. I believe he's, is he from there? Uh, where is he from? I know he's a South guy. I don't remember what town he was or what state he was born in. Because I remember he played I, at Clemson. He played at Clemson. Yeah. I have to look. I, I'm very curious because when, when the Watson at, to Atlanta news started to go, I was real excited um, because then I knew, okay, there's a legit chance that we're going to get, um, that the Colts are going to get, yeah, he's from Gainesville, Georgia. So I think there was a, there was talks to him going back home to Atlanta. Um, and that's what stirred the whole Matt Ryan wanting to get out kind of thing. So, um, but I mean, there was hope, but, uh, you know, Marcus Mariota is with his former offensive coordinator, um, from Tennessee. And Arthur Smith, I don't know how well that's going to go, but um, but they haven't really tried to Band-Aid anything. They haven't really done a good job of Band-Aid or anything. They, they drafted a quarterback in Desmond Ritter, mm-hmm. who was he the first quarterback off the off the board? Uh, no, Kenny Pickett was. Oh, Kenny Pickett was. That's right. I think Ritter was second, at least. Yeah, um, deservedly so. Yeah. The man's yeah. put in his time. He has. He has. So they're looking to Desmond Ritter. I don't know if it's a bridge, just just something to have. But for the time being, Mariota is is QB one. Um, and I think uh, uh, something that a lot of people think he'd er- he's earned. You know, he's worked really hard for. Uh, he's been a backup in 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 uh, Las Vegas for the last couple of years. He's He's got some fun. There's some mobility to him. Not a whole lot of upside. Not a whole lot of upside. But I mean, if he if he can feed Kyle Pitts the ball, then I think Atlanta fans will be somewhat happy about that. Yeah, I, I think he's got the the potential always in him if he can ever stay on the field and mitigate some of the mistakes that he's prone to make from time to time, especially fumbles. Okay, fumbles too much. Yes. Um, if he can mitigate that stuff, the defense is good enough that they can be a scrappy team, 
but never anyone that you're going to look at and go, Oh God, here comes Atlanta. You know, like, yeah, but you know, he, he can, like you said, he's got wheels. He's got a good arm, man. The guy can still sling it. I remember watching last year. Um, maybe it wasn't last year because Carr did play most of the year, didn't he? He came in. I think. I think Mariota came in a couple times. I, I, there was one time where uh, Carr went out for a couple plays and then eventually came back in, or or something like that. Yeah. He got. He got rough. Little roughed up. So. I would put Mariota. And this may be unpopular to some. I I would view him the same way that I would view like Teddy Bridgewater. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely not a long term answer. Um, you know, you might get some exciting plays, but here and there, you might lead you to some wins. But overall, you can't. This isn't your franchise guy. You're not. You're not looking for Mariota for the next five to ten years. There's just. There's no way you didn't strike gold. There's a reason he's been on the bench. He got benched for Ryan Tannehill. Um, there's a reason why he played back up in, in Vegas. He hasn't really had a starting gig since. So, no. um, the head coach familiarity, the system familiarity is going to speed up the process or he will understand the plays and be able to help his teammates along quicker. So that all that's positives, but outside of that, I, I just, just not a whole lot of ex- excitement coming out of that offense. Right. I mean, how many times have we seen that, though? We're like, oh, wow, quarterback reunites with his longtime or former offensive coordinator. We put his best years in and then nothing, nothing comes of it. Right. I I feel like it's like this advertising thing for fans to buy tickets to come to games. Wow. Jay Cutler reunited with Adam Gase, who he had his best season with as a bear. And then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then we all know how that season went for, for the dolphins. And, and we've seen it many other times before yeah. Fitzy uh, with Gailey, Fitzy um, with Gailey, even yeah. though that, you know what, that was exciting. It, it was what it was. Obviously it wasn't a great dolphins team, but, um, but I feel like it, that's just one of those weird selling points um, that teams media try to use to, to advertise, but I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty down in Atlanta this year too, personally. Something personal. i don't even know what to say i don't even think there's really much more to say um let's run through let's run through this uh 2022 atlanta falcon schedule week one they open up hosting the new orleans saints that's a loss hosting hosting Hey, they both, they both, they're both, both their stadiums are sponsored by Mercedes Benz. So, oh, so no sponsor advantage. No, no sponsor advantage. Damn. Uh, give me Mercedes Benz team number one. (laughs) Now, get Atlanta win. Atlanta win. Okay. Yep. All right. Week two at the Rams. Loss. Yeah, loss. Yeah. Week three at Seattle loss i think seattle's a better team on paper than atlanta is yeah yeah they might have the better quarterback though better quarterback Do they i, I don't i think i like i think i like mariota i would trust right. mariota better than Locke, and i know i trust him more than geno smith i don't know who's gonna end up there uh this game stinks i don't want to pick this one um Let's stick with Atlanta for now. You're going to go Atlanta win. Okay. All right. Week four, hosting the Cleveland Browns. Loss. 
is it is it Brissett's season still? It will be. He's getting suspended. I mean, again, like we've said the last couple of weeks, we have to go by what where it stands right now, what the news is right now. And as of right now, Watson's the guy. But yeah. uh, the reports are getting hot and heavy. I think we're going to find out tomorrow. Tomorrow or what, sometime this week. I know they keep saying it. but uh, Yeah, they love Wednesday news drops. They do. They certainly do. So look for it on Wednesday. Um, and with that being said, he will be suspended, but not for this game, hypothetically. So Browns win. All right. Week five at Tampa Bay. Loss. Loss. Oh, boy. Week six hosting San Francisco. Loss. Loss. Week seven at Cincinnati. Loss. Loss. Week eight, hosting Carolina. I think you gave Atlanta the sweep on that, right? I did. So I'll put you down for wins. I have them splitting the series. I think Atlanta. Let's see. How did I pick it out? Carolina gets the first win. Atlanta gets the second one. Uh, week nine, hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. Loss. Loss. All right. <laughs> I, I, I was just going to try and time it out with you, but never mind. I, I thought maybe there was a delay or something. Mm. Um, week 11, hosting Chicago. I can't even... I can't even give Atlanta a win over Chicago. I don't I, think. I think I can. I think I can. Week twelve at Washington. Well, we already we would have already picked this one too. You're right. We would have. I'm pretty sure it's a the loss here. Uh, yep, win for the Commanders. Uh, week thirteen hosting. Pittsburgh loss. They can beat Pittsburgh. Hosting Pittsburgh, you said? Hosting Pittsburgh. Give me a win. Good for you. Week 14. I don't have a lot of faith in the Steelers. Sorry, Boyd. I just don't. Week 14 a bye. Week 15 at New Orleans. Sweep. Sweep. Wait, I can't pick a sweep. Um, uh, even the series. Okay. New Orleans gets this one. All right. Week 16 at Baltimore. Loss. Loss. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I hate that we're doing the ASC North so late. We've already <laughs> we've already picked so many Ravens games. I know. They're undefeated right now in my head. They might that's, be. That's where I think I have them. Week 17, hosting Arizona. Stupid upset. I'm going to go a win. I'm with you. I'm with you. The The wheels have fallen off on Arizona's train to the playoffs. And then week 18 hosting Tampa Bay. That's a loss. Unless Tampa doesn't need it and Brady doesn't play at all. Nah. Brady, Brady always plays. He always plays. He'll put up like 500 yards in the first half and be like, you know what? Blaine Gabbert, have a day. Go ahead. <laughs> 
Then Blaine Gabbert goes on to throw four straight pick sixes. They come back and they beat Brady. <laughs> uh, by the way, Blaine Gabbert just had uh, just uh, him and his wife just had a baby baby girl. Oh, congrats, girl dad. Hashtag girl dad. I am gonna still take Atlanta here for whatever reason. Okay, all right. I have them. I don't even have to count very hard. I have Atlanta at two and fifteen. Oh God. You have them at one, two, three, four, five, six, six, and 11. Yeah. Six and 11. All right. I want to play a mini game with you. Okay. <laughs> Outside of Kyle Pitts, I want you to name Atlanta's wide receiver starters. I already, I already kind of looked. Did you? <laughs> Dude, there's a white dude named Chad. All right, it, it's I know I just spoiled part of the game for you, but there's a white dude named Chad. All right, well, it's it's a wrap for Atlanta. It's you just just is, it, is it is it Chad Beebe? No, oh hell no, no no. Don Beebe's son's name is Chad. I think uh, it is, it is. Brian Edwards. Oh, did they get Brian Edwards? They I did. Think they did trade him. Uh, hold on. I'm looking up their depth. Their depth. Oh Jesus. Um. Okay. Well, I'll give you Brian Edwards. Okay, Brian Edwards. I wasn't oh, looking they, too deep. What? They did draft somebody. I forgot. Uh, okay. Um. Yes. Drake, um. Drake London. Drake USC. London. And Cordale Patterson. Running back, but I'll give it to you. He's always on the field doing something. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah, he's good. There's a brief moment where I thought he was going to be a Buffalo Bill, but then. Oh, the Chad dude's gone. He's not there anymore. Oh, that stinks. Okay. RIP, Chad. Here, I'll run through it. Uh, Alamid Zacchaeus? Yeah, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Yeah, he's there. Uh, Kaderil Hodge, Auden Tate, Demir Bird. Ooh, Auden Tate. Frank Darby, Geronimo Allison. He's like a wide receiver three. Um, Cameron Batson. And then let's see, Tyshawn James, Jared Bernhardt, and Stanley Berryhill. That's like they're deep, deep <laughs> right now. So, yeah. Sorry, Atlanta fans. Oh, dear God. All right. I'm sorry as well. I put you in QB purgatory. <laughs> Six and 11. You can gain quarterback that way. <laughs> Probably not, right? Um, all right. Let's move on to our New Orleans Saints. Why do I say ours? Let's move on to the New Orleans Saints who are uh, coming off. There is a, um, a power shift. Sean Payton officially retiring this year, this past year. And, uh, turning over the reins to defensive longtime defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen, which is, uh, you know, a pretty stellar move. They, they've made some solid, you know, roster, decent roster moves. Um, you know, this past year they're, they're in on Jameis Winston, which is oh, dog just fell off the couch. Awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, they're all in on Jameis Winston. They, 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 he was, New Orleans was a 
uh, a possible destination for Deshaun Watson, but it wasn't to be. But um, but yeah, they went they they went in with Jameis Winston. They're gonna honor his. I think they actually gave him an extension. I think he was like a, a re-signed him. I think he was like a two-year, twenty-eight mil or something like that. Um, which good for him. We all love Jameis. I think uh, best training videos. Like his training videos are awesome. But uh, eat but it I, up, eat it up. But I actually, I'm you know the Michael Thomas thing. But outside of that, I'm actually really kind of excited for. Um, what New Orleans can be this year. I mean, they finished nine and eight somehow with Trevor Simeon um, and a couple other quarterbacks. It just Taysom Hill. Yeah, it was Taysom Hill. He's finally, he's not a quarterback anymore. So they officially relegated him to tight end. So he's getting paid quarterback money, QB one money to build, to play tight end. Great, great job. Saints front office. I could have told you that was going to, that one was wasn't gonna work out. People want to rip on Lamar Jackson for being a running back playing QB. Hello, Taysom Hill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's a football player, man. When will people give him the respect he he deserves? He <laughs> he is the pump protector. He is a fullback. He is a tight end and almost a quarterback. All right, he is so almost a quarterback. Bro, oh, he, he could he could he couldn't outplay the the practice squad QB from Denver two years ago. He couldn't out, even outplay him that they called up and he yeah terrible just tenth, tenth highest uh, pay, uh, salary on the team. Oh my god, Hi, higher than Jameis by That's a million. Crazy. That is crazy. Um, eesh. but uh, <laughs> looking That's at stupid. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, looking across at this team, looking around at this team, uh, we have a looming suspension for Alvin Kamara. It's going to be a tough start, you know that that's 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 a difficult start to deal with. Um, the rumor is six games. Rumor is six games. But as of right now, nothing has been um, nothing has been officially announced. But um, I I am kind of interested. I am kind of interested to see what the Saints team you know, brings, they added uh, Jarvis Landry, which I thought was a great, which was a solid move as a wide receiver too. I think their wide receiver room, room is, is not bad. Chris Olave, whenever Michael Thomas comes back, uh, that's a solid, as long as Olave pans out, um, that's a, and, you know, that's a solid wide receiver room right there. A starting wide receiver room the wide receiver room. And they have some guys who kind of, you know, they, they pitched in last year when the, when the receiver room wasn't all that great. So, yeah. No, I think they have done a good job of keeping together what was a competitive team last year, despite cap implications. So I don't think they'll have nine wins, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll certainly look through it. But um, yeah, Tyron Matthew, I did want to. I think that's a pretty big signing too. Um, he was a hot commodity, safety on the on the open market, and he decided to go to New Orleans, which is where I believe he's from. Mm-hmm. Um, he is from New Orleans. Yep. And they also got free safety Marcus May um, coming over from the Jets. So I really like this defense. You have a defensive oriented head coach. 
all right, which is, uh, you know, a, a good sign, a, a really good sign, I think, for that defensive unit, which was so spectacular, I think. And we can't forget about this. They were the first team to shut out Tom Brady in a long time. They did it last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean, they can control just about all aspects of the field. They have a great pass rusher. They've had very competitive to above, well above average uh, safety play, cornerback play. They had to replenish this year, as you just said. So it'll be interesting to see these new pieces fit into this defense. Where Was was Dennis Allen, he was there last year? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, he was their defensive coordinator. Okay, so you get to roll that over 100%, which is nice, so. Yeah, I think the the key pieces that have made up their what made them competitive, minus their Hall of Fame coach, I think he's Hall of Fame, right? He I would lot. say I like Sean Payton. I think he yeah. is. Um, and obviously, Drew, you know, no quarterback close with Drew Brees playing for them. You know, they'll still find a way to be scrappy. I I I don't know how consistent Jameis can ever play though. He just has such incredible scene like peaks and then insane valleys well we haven't that's the thing is though post lasik you know we haven't seen full season of Jameis winston when he went down last year he had a 12 touchdown to three int ratio yep which is really really spectacular a little over a thousand yards passing but a touchdown generator so i i I think that's just what I need to see the most is, is him finish a full season um, reformed, uh, you know, uh, reformed as far as oh, refined, I think is a better, um, you know, phrasing re- refined, you know, skills as, as a quarterback, you know, mm-hmm. he, he is talented. And I, I think he can take the same. He's never going to, he's never going to be true breeze. All right. He's never going to be true breeze, but I think Jameis Winston where he's at right now is, is it, it's just fine at quarterback for the situation. You know, if if that wide receiver room comes together, if it gets healthy and and, you know, everything pans out the way that they hope, I think that's a really dangerous, you know, quarterback wide receiver room. And, he, and Kamara, I mean, even too, I, I think this is one of the most underrated offenses in the NFL um, once that everything comes together. They have they have the pieces to make it competitive. I'm a huge Alave fan, so I, I will expect almost the same kind of production that you saw from a Jamar chase or a Justin Jefferson. Like that's, that's what I think of Chris Olave. Um, especially considering that, I mean, Joe Burrows, I think has a, now has shown that he has a higher ceiling than Jameis, but I mean, Jameis coming out of college, Joe Burrow coming out of college, both guys were just elite, you know, prospects. So very curious to see how this all pans out for them. Um, using Alave because I, I think they're going to have to lean on him. I really do. I think the first those first few weeks or whatever, who, who knows when Michael Thomas will get his way back into playing shape and back on the field. But I, it, it, I don't know who else is going to go to. Right, Landry. I mean, that's it. But Landry's <laughs> even not the same as he was. You don't move the ball down the field with Landry. That's the problem. Right. He's nice when you have no other option and you have to dump it off, but. To, to go down the field, I mean, it's going to have to be a lot there. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, all right. I think, I mean, in, in this little, just little side, another biggest loss is Toronto Armstead uh, going to Miami and then uh, 
I think that's really the biggest one um, that they, that they lost. But other than that, let's. Uh, I think it's time to run through their 2022 schedule. Let's look at uh, week one for the New Orleans Saints. They are at the Atlanta Falcons. I believe you and I are split on this one. Yes, I have a win. You have a loss here for the Saints. So win, loss. Week two, hosting Tampa Bay. I'm going to go a win here for the Saints without Michael Thomas, without Alvin Kamara, with that defense. Brady, as a Buccaneer, has not defeated the Saints in the regular season the last two years. So only they beat him in the playoffs, so Drew Brees' final game, but um, they, Brady has not beaten him in the regular season. And yes, their last encounter was a 9 nothing victory for the Saints oh, God. in Tampa Bay. In Tampa well, Bay. Everything on paper says this should be Tampa Bay, but maybe they're on the something new Orleans. Let's, let's have a little fun. Let's back-to-back wins for me. Oh, no. No, I have the Saints losing first. Yeah. I'm sorry. You have back-to-back wins. That's nice. Yeah. Um, I'm getting, They can get their first win here. Okay. It doesn't make sense, but they do. All right, week three at Carolina. Let's go back and take a look at what we put for that one. Uh, we, have, we both have wins for New Orleans here. Yeah. Suck it, rule. All right, so I got the Saints at three and zero. You have them at two and one. Week four hosting Minnesota. Tough. These teams are similar. They're very similar. I think that Minnesota has better quarterback play. Yeah. Saints are still without Alvin Kamara, so I got to keep that in mind. And I know it's like one of those weird things where I know that New Orleans can match up. Well, with Tampa Bay, oh, God. Yep. (laughs) I'll go, you know, I'll go a loss. I'll go a loss here. I was leaning loss as well. All right. Week five, hosting Seattle. With or without Alvin Kamara, I think that is a W and a half. Win. Week six, hosting Cincinnati. That is interesting. (laughs) Depending on the defense that Dennis Allen brings, because even Joe Burrow said he knows that defenses are going to change the way that they approach the Bengals this year. It could be one of those stupid wins for the Saints, but safely, I'm going to say it's a loss. And hey, if... For some reason, Jameis ain't working out. Andy Dalton revenge season. Yeah, I I think uh, the Bengals are going to have a little bit of a hangover this year. Still competitive, still good, still in the playoffs, but not that dominant team that I think Bengals fans are hoping for, at least not yet. So let's go Saints win here. Saints win. It's a tough place to win, man. It is. The Dome is just tough. Uh, week seven at Arizona. So if the six game suspension is what, what is happening again, we have to play and pretend like he is there, even though I kind of use that in my justification for the Vikings win. Um, this would be his return game. And <sighs> I hate Arizona so much. I'm going to go a loss. I'm, I'm going to go a loss here. I'll give Arizona a win. 
I don't know why, but I'm going to go win for New Orleans. I like it. All right, week eight, hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going to go a win here for New Orleans. I'm I'm Vegas. Vegas, Mm -hmm. week nine, hosting Baltimore. I can't let Baltimore go undefeated. (laughs) I feel, you know what, though? I feel like if you can scheme up, because Lamar Jackson, if, if you figure out how to contain him, and this defense, I think, can, you might be able to get him. You'd probably, yeah. they, that's how you do it. That's how Tennessee did it in the playoffs a couple of years ago. You also, you also get a, you got to get him in unfavorable down in distances. Yeah. No, oh, 100%. I'm going to go win here for the Saints. Yeah. But then do I have too many wins for the Saints? Well, there's nothing I can do about that if that's what I think they can do. I don't know if they match up that well, though, defense to offense of the Ravens. Uh, uh, give, give me the Ravens. Give me the Ravens. Ravens? Yeah. Right. Week 10 at Pittsburgh. I'll give Pittsburgh a win here. Nah, Saints win. Saints win. All right. I'm trying to get that steak dinner out of you, man. Week 11 hosting the Rams. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a loss. Yeah, loss. Week twelve at San Francisco. Let's go win for the Saints. I'll take San Fran. Take San Fran. Okay. Week thirteen at Tampa Bay. I'm gonna go. Uh, Sweep. Sweep. Give Tampa their win back. All right. Week 14, a bye. Week 15, hosting Atlanta. Atlanta, New Orleans. We both have wins here for the Saints. Week 16. At Cleveland, I'm going to say I think they could beat Cleveland defensively. Jarvis Landry revenge game. Uh Let's go win here. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Week 17 at Philadelphia. I believe this is a wins for the Eagles. Let's double check. That is – whoa. No, we picked wins for the Saints. Hold on. Did we really? We did. <laughs> How dare we? Good for us. Got to follow the book. Got to follow the book. Um, and then week 18 hosting Carolina. We have wins. So strong performance for the Saints. Let's take a look at our win-loss column. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, Jesus. I have the Saints at 12. Wow. Nice. <laughs> All right. Good for me. Um, then as C stinks. Three, four, five, six, seven. 
you have seven loss seven losses, so that is ten and, ten seven. and seven. All right, New Orleans, they're down. Improvement on my end. Improvement your, on your end. Yours is smack dab in the middle of the playoffs. Like they're they're in at twelve and five. They're in. I'm at ten and seven. They're like hopefully in. Oh, they're definitely in. I think we're going on to our next team now. And as good as I think that they are, I think the it's things are starting to unravel. <laughs> I think yours is going to be interesting. This will be fun to watch yours. Mine's not going to be nearly as fun. <laughs> I think things are starting to unravel for our next team. I really do. Um, let's take a look at the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as we move on to our final team, thirteen and four in two thousand and twenty one. Bruce Arians out. Todd Bowles still there this time. The head coach. Um, really admirable, really cool. Uh, what Bruce Arians did. I loved that when Brady announced his comeback, that Arians is like, I think it was after that, right? Yeah, yeah it was after Brady came back. Arians is like, okay, this is the team that I want to leave for Todd Bowles because they have a very good friendship that goes back a long time. And and Bruce Arians said he wanted to leave him with us with a really good team. And when Brady came back, that was kind of the uh. That was kind of the call. That was where, what what he wanted to do. And, you know, Todd Bowles had a couple rough years with the Jets. He may have had some other head coaching opportunities prior, but um, I, I've always I've always really admired and liked what Todd, uh, Todd Bowles as a coach. Really, really good defensive coordinator. Really, really good. It's, he's going to be he's, – he's in, he's in a, a no-lose situation, I think. Like – it's his first time ever being a head. Well, not first time ever being a head coach, but it's it's his first time having a legit quarterback on a team that he is the head coach of. Yeah. So like, it, him uh, failing some weeks could be covered up by Brady keeping them on track. You know, because I mean? Brady's got that kind of. We almost kind of saw it, like Belichick without Brady, you're not nearly as good. Brady without you, he's fine. <laughs> Yeah, he did fine. So I, I could totally see this being a season where he's he he's gonna hit some bumpy parts of the the road and not know how to handle it. But I think he's got a great quarterback. He's got some good, you know, offensive minds on the other side of the ball to help him because you know his specialty is defense. So I think they're they're gonna be a fun team to watch because I I think they might capture lightning in the bottle one more time. It might be one of those things like a couple of years ago where just everything lines up right. I feel like the I feel like the Bucks lost too much. Yeah. I person on a personal note, I, I feel like they have. And maybe that's just me. Um you lost Gronk, which was a, a big deal. Still, even last year, despite everything, Brady's favorite target, right? Um that was pretty big. You also uh you lost Oh uh, God, Ronald Jones was a guy who started to really, uh, you know, emerge after last year uh, or during last year. There were some stretches where him and Fournette were taking turns, just having their way. Um, you also lost some offensive linemen. Uh, Ali Ali Marpet retired. Yeah, Alex Kappa went to the Cincinnati Bengals. That's a huge hit for that offensive line. We know how tight that Brady loves that. He loves, you got to have a good offensive line. That's literally that and dump passes are his bread, his bread and butter. Um, you know, you lost some, some pieces on the defense. 
that have, have gone away. Uh, Jordan Whitehead went from Tampa Bay to the Jets. I believe there's a couple other ones that uh, that went away. Uh, they're not re-signed at this current point in time, but Adamican Sue, Jason Pierre-Paul, all these guys have been um, playing significantly. They signed Richard Sherman last year, and he, I know he's pretty much done, but um, – you know, there's, there's, there's that too. So I, I feel like it, this is, this feels like a team that they peaked, they won the Super Bowl in 2020. You know, they got close last year. They they'll make the playoffs this year, but I don't think, I, I don't think it's ever going to be anymore. Anything yeah. more than that. I mean, I, I just, I look at their roster and there's so many guys that I look at and I go, is he one of the best players in the league at his position? So right. starting at the top paid guy, Donovan Smith, Donovan Smith is one of the best offensive linemen. It just left tackles in the game. Yeah. Um, Brady obviously is a no brainer. Um, they just brought in Shaq Mason. You know, Shaq Mason is still playing in an elite level for a, a guard. So I think he's above average. Mike Evans is above average. Um, where it starts getting sketchy is a little bit the cornerback position. Yes, the offensive line isn't as strong as it was two years ago, but doing Marpet and swapping him out for Shaq Mason, I mean, that's a plus. You know, you went from an average guy to an above average guy. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I just I look at this roster and I'm like, dang, they're going to be very, very competitive in every game they're in. They probably are. And also, too, I mean, I, we shouldn't forget uh, – losing Antonio Brown. Like I know it, it they, he left towards the end of the season last year, but didn't Tampa Bay look vulnerable after the Antonio after Antonio Brown's little hissy fit against yeah. the Jets? Yeah, it wasn't it timed out horribly too because I know like Godwin was like out or was back and forth back and forth between being healthy and hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he he did, I think he said an extension but you know, if if Antonio Brown is there, I don't think that I, I think that Tampa's in the and Tampa probably goes to the Super Bowl last year, and they might have two peated. I, I I feel like I really do believe that AB was the difference maker in that because you really uh, you, you kind of lost that versatility. That I mean, Antonio Brown played play, can play as good as anybody when he wants to. Yeah. And, you know, whatever you think about him as a human being, what it is, he's a, a really, really talented player. And you took away one. Of, I think you took away one of the cornerstone pieces of that offense. Because I, I just feel like Tampa Bay never really looked the same after after A.B. left. So. Um, but I still think they're going to go. I mean, I, I think overall we're gonna about to go through the record right now, but I still think that they um, they are a really good team. Uh you know, uh, got to make the playoffs. Let's see if, uh, I don't know. Is there anything more you want to add? Just that Russell Gage's contract um, is $5,666,666. I don't know if I've ever seen a contract end with 666-666. See, I told you it's the beginning of the end. <laughs> it's the beginning of the end. Uh, let's run through this uh, 2022 Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, schedule. Oh wait, Fournette's making that too. Fournette's is three million six hundred sixty-six thousand six hundred sixty-six. Yeah, they're they're double cursed. They're double done. Double done. All right. We're starting off the season. Tampa Bay is opening up again, week one, 
at Dallas this time. They played uh, Dallas last year at home. This year, they're playing them in Dallas. And we both have wins for the Bucks. Week two at New Orleans. We just called this one. I have a sweep for New Orleans, so that's an L there. And you also have a uh, a loss here for the Buccaneers. Wait a second. <laughs> Hold up. I wrote week three versus Tampa Bay. I hate myself. Let me look it up real quick. <laughs> I think it's probably, let's see, who's playing on week three? What the heck did I do? I don't know. I don't know. Damn, it just took me right out of the zone there. I hate myself. Uh, let's go. Where is it? Week three. Tampa Bay is not playing Tampa Bay. Week three, they are playing Green Bay, GB. All right. So an exciting That makes match sense. There. That's an easy mistake to make. It right. I I'll take it easy on myself. Um they're at home. Aaron Rodgers doesn't do good in Florida. He also doesn't have Devontae Adams anymore. I'm going to go win here for the Bucks. Yeah, the, I think the Bucks could put Packers fans on notice of you really are not the team you were a couple of years ago. No, and even then the Bucks still, I don't think Brady has lost to Green Bay since he's been with the Bucks. Hmm. Kick the crap out of him in Green Bay. Uh in the playoffs, obviously the the conference championship, and I think I think they might have played last year too. Actually, maybe they did it, but regardless, yeah. Um, week four, Super Bowl fifty four rematch, hosting Kansas City. Is it fifty four, fifty five, whatever it was, two years ago, the COVID Bowl. COVID Bowl. I think Tampa is better. Than KC. I think so too. Win. Win. All right. Week five hosting Atlanta. I believe we both have a win here. We do. Big surprise. Week six at Pittsburgh. I'm going to go win. Give me a win. All right. Week seven. At Carolina. Um, it's not Carolina's page. Yeah, it's wins across the board. Week eight, uh, hosting Baltimore. I'm going to go a loss. I'm going to go a win. Okay. Rematch week nine hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Divisional round game. I think it's a loss here. I think the Rams have improved, and I think the Bucks have gotten worse on paper. Still good, still competitive, but yeah, this could be Od- Odell is signed and back. Could be. Not at this point, but yeah. Yeah. I think that's why he hasn't done anything. I think he's just focused on rehabbing, and then he's like, all right, then I'll sign with the Rams midseason. Yeah. <laughs> um, either way, I do think in many ways the Buccaneers have the better, whatever, better quarterback, not the quarterback, but better players on paper across the board. But for whatever reason, 
I don't think they can beat this Rams team. So win for the Rams. Yeah. All right. Week 10 hosting Seattle. Win. Win. A bye in week 11, week 12 at Cleveland. Win. Win. Um, all right. Next up, week 13 hosting the Saints. I have an L here. You have a you get, win. Get their win back. All right. Week 14 at San Francisco. I'm going to go. I'm going to go win here for Tampa. I'm with you. Week 15 hosting Cincinnati. I'm going to go a loss here. You talked about cornerbacks. All right. Joe Burrow loves to stretch that field out. Deep passes. I think he can. Uh, I think he can really get to this Bucks uh, secondary. Yep. This is one that I think that the Buck fans will be mad that they like slip. And uh, Bengals fans get a little more excited. Absolutely. Week 16 at Arizona. I'm going to go win. Win. Uh, week 17 versus Carolina. I think this is the one I gave Carolina that stupid win. The pity win. I did. So loss for me and from you. And then week 18 at Atlanta, I got wins. I think we both have wins. Yep. No, you have a loss. Okay. So let's go through. Let's tally it up. One, two, three, four, five, six. Hold up. 11 and six. Interesting. All right. And you have at one, two, three, four. You have been 13 and four again. So repeating. All right. So yours is close. It's close. Game off. All right. Yeah. I got him at 11 and six. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. 12 and five. So that means I have New Orleans winning. You do. Winning the division. Uh, I don't think it's that far-fetched, but uh, Tampa's still in the playoffs, and Lord knows how well it'll go. But um, they'll probably make a run. But that is it, everybody. We are through with the NFC South next week. Next week, uh, we get to talk about the AFC West. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, I am excited for that one. That is, right now, the best division uh, on paper in the in the National Football League, the AFC West, Casey, Los Angeles, uh, Las Vegas, and Denver, all teams who have done a very good job of stocking up, making the right trades, and building the perfect roster. So uh, that's what we have to look forward to next week. Uh, it should be a good one. Um, yeah, so that's what we've got going on. Uh, Brian, should I think you want to add before we close up? No, I'm good. All right. Let's uh, let's take it home then. Uh, thank you so much, listeners. And on behalf of Brian and I, till next time, the two-point conversation is good. Yeah, spot. Look at